Hello and welcome to another edition. It is the Coach Mark in Manila podcast. It's great to be with you from the Philippines. I am from ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. So what are we here to discuss today? We're here to discuss that tricky V sound, the V sound that catches so many of you out. Particularly, I would say my Indian listeners, and if you are one of my students, you know we really do help you improve this. Also, it applies to you if you're from Turkey, if you're from China, in fact, any of the Asian-speaking countries, to be fair, if you're from Germany, um, if, you, if you are probably Arabic-speaking, right? Actually, there's loads, loads and loads and loads and loads of countries and nationalities have this issue. So it's not just one nationality, even the Spanish, okay, uh, Japanese. Um, we, we often find that this is a tricky one, which is why I'm focusing on this one particularly today. So let's talk about how you can master that English sound and really hit it and get it sounding like a native person would do. Now, remember, when I say native, I don't mean to sound British or American or Canadian. I mean, just so that you're comfortable. Okay, that's what I mean by native speaker. All right, so when you're saying that sound, have you often left other people rather confused as to what you're saying? Does it cause you problems and trip you up in meetings or presentations? Because people get like, oh, what was that? Okay, so let's talk about how you can sound more native, okay, and learn to pronounce that vut sound correctly. Now, of course, this is going to be easy to do if you see me on a webcam, but we can talk about it here on a podcast for you. And um, book yourself a free 30-minute session. They're still free at the moment. Um, and you can see that on webcam. We can get the math mechanics right. But it's really important that you pronounce the sounds in English correctly because that overall will improve your speaking confidence and your ability to connect with more people the most dramatically and quickly. So often people come to me and you seem to think you need more vocab and better sentence structures, and you probably absolutely do at some point. But if you're not pronouncing the vocab and sentence structures you already know clearly and correctly, this is causing the biggest problem actually with you communicating effectively. And this is why people are sort of perhaps looking at you with a blank stare at times, or you just feel like it's awkward. So before we go any further, pushing you ahead with even more vocab or more advanced sentence structures, it's really important we fix what you've currently got. All right, so a little bit of time spent here working on pronunciation, intonation, etc is going to be worth far more than learning more and more vocab words. Trust me on this one, and you'll be amazed how quickly you can change this, and you will sound so much more confident, which is going to do wonders for your, your progress. All right. So uh, really, right, depending on your native language, that sound is a tricky one. Um, as I said earlier, Spanish speakers, German speakers, um, anyone from the Indonesian continent, Indio region, sort of India, Japanese, um, Korean, have difficulty pronouncing this correctly um, because you have similar sounds in your languages. If you speak Spanish, um, German, um, Indian, any of the Hindi languages, um, if we are talking about Arabic languages, Japanese, you know, you've probably noticed these issues, right, when pronouncing the word sound correctly. Um, German speakers often have trouble with um, why, okay, versus why. So you say why, why do you do that? Right. And Spanish speakers, you often are saying very instead of very. Okay. Very and very. Okay. So this is really important. So you might say, um, for example, if you'd like some, something made of berries, you'd say berries. And if you want berries, um, sorry, if you want, if you want to say it's very good, you'll say it's very good. 
right? Okay, because you just mix them up. They're just so similar, right? And you may even be having trouble with that foot sound too because the V and the F rely on the same mouth movements. It's just pronounced from a different part in your, your voice, your vocal box as to where that actually comes out. So what we call, um, you know, that sort of pronunciation issue is more also to do with mouth mechanics, which is why it's good to have a session with me to see me. Um, all right, so then we have these consonant fricatives. Now, this means the sounds are made by stopping airflow for a moment and forcing it out to create friction. Hence, fricative, right? Friction, fricative, okay. So here, we're going to talk about how to pronounce the English V sound fluently, as well as understanding the difference between the V, the but for bravo, the F for box drop, the W for whiskey sounds, okay? So here we go. By now, you've obviously got a pretty good understanding, okay, of what the consonants are, okay? Any sound that is an A, E, I, O, U, those are the vowels, okay? Um, they basically, it, it relies on part obstructing the breath, okay? So consonants combine with vowels to form syllables, and fricatives are by far the most, I think, the, the biggest group of consonants we've got, right? Okay. How you make a fricative consonant is simply by pushing air through a very small space. Um, in your mouth to make that that friction, okay? And these particular fricatives, just to get technical, if anybody is interested in the linguistics of this, is, is syllabants, okay? These are syllabants. Now, there are nine fricative consonants in English, and they're both voiced and voiceless, or voiced and unvoiced, depending on how you want to call it. Uh, it means that, basically, they can either make a vibration of the vocal cords or not, all right? So um, if we want to talk about it, all of the fricative sounds except huh are made by partial obstructing, obstructing air through the mouth, okay? So, for example, vine, okay, that's a th sound, okay? These are common examples for you now, fricative examples. So what I'd like you to do is repeat after me. We've got vine as in grapes grow on a vine and fine, th, vine. So a grapes grow on a vine to make Fine wine. Okay, that's a good tongue twister for you. So grapes grow on a vine to make fine wine. So I'd like you to actually listen to this podcast, do it as active listening, and stop and repeat. Stop and repeat. Okay? It's going to really help you. The f and the v. If you put your hand on your throat, this is a top tip. When you're saying a vine, the grapes grow on the vine. Okay, and you've got your hand on your throat, vine, you should feel more of a vibration under your hand fine, less of a vibration, and it should be coming out the front of your mouth rather than from your vine down here in your voice, okay? Your voice box, right? So feel for that vibration. A vert sound will have a stronger vibration. F, not so much, okay? And then you know you're getting them in the right place. Very. The wine is very good, okay? Very good. And then we're going to go on the ferry to France to pick up some more Fine wine. Okay, right. Okay. So this could get tricky, right? What is a ferry? A ferry, as we know, is a, a type of ship, type of boat to get you across small stretches of water. Okay. Volcano. We've got plenty of those in the Philippines. Oh my goodness. Volcano and famous. They're very different, aren't they? All right. Volcano and famous. All right. We have a famous volcano in the Philippines called Tahao. And it nearly blew up. Well, it did blow up, actually. And it was kind of crazy. That's another story for my foreigner in tip, all right? Okay, what about this one? Vacuum and friend. Vacuum and friend, right? I don't know how we're going to put that together. What about we're going to clean the house this weekend and we're going to vacuum the apartment and my friend will help me, okay? Vacuum and friend. Seven, 
seven. So we've got one in the middle here, seven and funny. Seven. Seven is not a funny number. I don't know of any funny numbers. Or you could say seven is a funny number. Why? Because it's odd. It is kind of a joke, that. <laughs> okay, right. All right. Okay, if something is odd, it could be funny. Okay, therefore, seven is an odd, not an even number. Therefore, seven is a funny number. Why? Because it's odd. Okay. Now, what about this one? Driver and affair. Okay, it's a funny affair. I always have a driver to take you to the supermarket. It's a funny affair. I always have a driver to take you to the supermarket. Okay, so look, we've got the sounds here in the middle of the words now. Driver, driver, and affair, affair. Okay, right. So just go through those a few times, okay, and try to notice where the v and the f are vibrating in your throat. Also, try to record yourself and listen back and make sure you're hitting them in the right place. Other examples of fricatives are the s as in sitter, as in babysitter, okay, z as in zebra or zebra, depending on your English or British pronunciation of this, so sorry, your American or British pronunciation, and the two th sounds as in think, this, and thought. Thought is really hard, okay? Think, this, and thought, thought, okay? Now, imagine how good you're going to sound when you get those right, just by fixing the small v, f, and th, s, z sounds are going to improve you dramatically overnight. So give me 10 minutes every day to go through this, please. 10 minutes every day for 28 days consistently, making sure you listen back to yourself. So record yourself. Yes, I know you don't want to hear yourself. How many people do I have? Tell me that. But look, you just have to get over this because it's going to help you. It's kind of like, you know, when you go to the doctors and they say you need to take something or do some strange physio or whatever. And it's like, I don't want to do that. If you want to get better, you have to do the uncomfortable stuff. And in this case, this is going to help you dramatically. Okay, so please trust me on this one. So do that 28 days consistently, 10 minutes every day. I think you can all manage 10 minutes every day, nonstop for 28 days. You will see a vast improvement and hear a vast improvement and feel it in your confidence and people's reaction. Okay, worth doing 28 days and you're going to sound much better. I know which I prefer. Or you can stay as you are and keep sounding kind of frustrated in six months, a year, okay? Or muddling through and thinking everybody gets you and they'll just have to understand you. But it's far better if you want to hit people in the right way without distracting them with these strange different pronunciations that aren't quite on the mark and spend 28 days, 10 minutes every day, you're done, okay? And then you can do so much more, all right? So let's just get the work done. Now, when we look, okay, at the whole thing, okay? Um, it's important that you put it all together. And as I say, you've got to put practice, practice, practice in. It is no good to come into a video, a, a podcast, a session, and just think you've done something there and then you're not put into practice. So the next stage is this. After you've mastered these sounds or you're working on them, every day make sure that you pick, make a list of sounds, all right, words with these sounds in. And then Get them into your business conversations, your general conversations, your emails, whatever you're doing to use your English day to day. Every day, I'd like you to put loads of these words in and make it kind of fun. Think in a meeting, how many times can I use the word fine, very, fine, fairy, friend, vacuum, seven? You get what I'm saying. Some of them you can't, right? But maybe you can, like a volcano. You can say, oh my goodness, we had a problem with the client last week. He erupted like a volcano. Okay, he's very mad, very mad, okay? And um, let's just have some fun with this. Right, okay, let's see what we can do. So, in a meeting, 
Let's try and get them all in. You could say, well, we've got a funny affair at the moment. We have a very disruptive client. He is angry. In fact, he's so cross. He's like exploding like a volcano. He's very upset about the situation. You see, we didn't give his friend a discount. And this gentleman is rather famous. Um, in fact, he is a fine actor. And he's demanding that we give his friend this discount. Okay. Um, now, I'm not too sure what we do with this. We could perhaps send him some fine wine to try and make him feel better. Um, but that needs to come from a, a really good vine, right? And the only really good vineyards right now are across in France. So we'll have to put you on a ferry, Mark, to go and get the, the, the nice fine wine for the client. Um, and hopefully, if we do that, then we will you know, improve the relationship. Um, I hope... I hope and pray that you can get at least seven bottles. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll send you with the driver. Don't worry, uh, the driver will take you to the ferry, and uh, just make sure that you vacuum as many of the bottles off the shelf as possible. We need to impress this client and get get his business back. Okay, um, and hopefully, once we've done that, um, then our company will become famous for for sorting this out. So you get what I'm saying. You can get playful with this. I would like you to try and make the most ridiculous story up. In each of my podcasts, with the words you're hearing, seriously, make it funny. Because you'll have more fun when you're trying to get creative with these strange scenarios you're painting in your head. But the point is, record it and listen to yourself back. Okay? I really want you to do that. Or if you don't want to do funny stories, use them to talk about something you really love. Like, do you love cooking? Do you love hiking? Do you, I don't know. Do you love scuba diving upside down? Or, you know, I, I don't know. Whatever it is, use it to talk about something that you really have a passion for and then you will find the creativity to put them together but it is really helping you practice and when we learn by having fun we don't realize we're learning so this is why it works exceptionally well get playful with your brain now why is it a source of such trouble the bus sound ah well okay basically um the jaw structure simply that all right Evolutionary speaking, the V is actually relatively new to our mouths. Um, so our jaw plays an essential role in influencing that vowel height. So the ability, okay, when you, you have to put your lower lip on your upper teeth, like the V and the F sounds, only came about, believe it or not, after agriculture had introduced softer food into, into our diets. This is true. It's amazing, right? Actually, why? So before then, the human jaw didn't have the overlap. Okay, um, so you know our mouths, our jaws were equally aligned in the Paleolithic period. Um, that was because our rough kind of hunter-gatherer diets demanded more chewing force from the teeth. Okay, um, and then when you think about it, that is why some cultures have more variations in interpretations of the butt sound because it is down to also how the different countries and the different time frames evolved basically human beings okay so this is why but it's not impossible to fix all right or to help sound a bit bit closer to where it needs to be all right it's easier than you think to produce, produce that v sound all right okay um now it does rely on touching your bottom lip to your upper teeth and forcing air out of your mouth and depending on that native language that you're speaking if you're arabic speaking french indian you know german um turkish you might need to exaggerate this lip to teeth movement at the very start, just until it becomes natural. Uh, especially if you're Spanish here, hello, uh, the buzz and the buzz are almost identical, right? So you really do need to overemphasize the start. 
you'll find that the V sound at the, the beginning, middle, and end of the words, okay, is often after prefix like adventure, okay, and then it becomes a problem for some people. The good news is that the pronunciation of V never varies. Ah, varies, V, all right? It always sounds the same, and it relies on the same mouth movement, so that's the good news, all right? So let's just try a few ones. We're going to give you some at the beginning, the middle, end, and after. So the beginning ones go after me. Valley, victory, volume, good. Middle, November, 11, heavy, end. Five, improve, achieve. And then after the prefix, adventure, convince, involve. Adventure, convince, involve. Okay, you get the point. So go through those, repeat them a few times, okay? And you'll get the sounds in the right places. How you make the V sound correctly, lightly press your bottom lip against your top teeth and push the sound out whilst also vibrating your vocal cords. Oh my goodness, it sounds like learning to drive, right? Okay, so just imagine that you've got a really closed space there and there's like a tiny maybe, I don't know, sort of, um, maybe you've got a small coffee bean in your mouth or something. You're trying to push that out for the closed space. All right, the, all right, trying to push it out. So if you're having trouble with it, okay, or you think you might not be doing it right, just try to exaggerate it. So hold the V sound for a few seconds, make a humming noise like a B, like And you should feel that vibration on your bottom lip, so okay? If you're still uncertain, you can practice, okay, with a similar vibration and then switch to the V. The Z sound produces a vibration from the throat, much in the same way that the V sound does, okay? So try holding a few seconds of like a B, okay? And then remember the vibration in your throat from that, but then put your upper teeth to your lips and do You should feel that vert sound should vibrate your lips. You should get tingling sensation in your lips, and it will feel silly or strange, but it's essential, that vibration, to help you with the proper pronunciation. And do remember this, right? Don't put your lips totally together, right? Because you'll get a butt sound, like bowl, okay? Right? Okay, you don't want that. So um, once you've mastered the vibration, practice the vert sound in other ways, okay? At some point, you will come across irregular plurals. These are nouns that do not become plural uh, by adding S or S, E-S on the end, okay? These, these irregular plurals often use the vert sound instead of F, right? So this will be a bit tricky, but it's it's all part of our learning English. So we're making plurals of words ending in the foot sound, you change the foot to a v, and you add es. Okay. So let me give you some examples because it's better than me talking about it. So life becomes lives. So it scared the life out of me. Okay. I only have nine lives. All right. Scarf. It's cold. Well, it's not in the Philippines. <laughs> it's it's cold in the northern Europe. Okay, we need a scarf, and if you're taking the children out, they all need to wear their scarves. Scarves, okay, it's there. But we say scarves, scarves, okay, scarves. Thief, there's a thief around. In fact, these days, there's lots of thieves everywhere. Okay, right. Yourself, take care of yourself, okay, and when you see the family, also make sure you all take care of yourselves, okay, yourselves. So listen to how native speaker says it. We don't really overpronounce this, but I'm doing this on purpose to start with. But look, life becomes lives. Scarf becomes scarves. Thief becomes thieves. Yourself becomes yourselves. 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 You'll hear it, and it will sound like a foot in it when a native speaker says it, because we 
kind of get lazy, all right? So you will hear it, but it's spelt yourselves, all right? The voiceless F is also really hard for some uh, English listeners, all right? The F is pronounced lightly, okay? Um, so it is kind of tricky. So some examples of this, okay? Could I have a glass of water? So look at that. Could I have a glass of water? Of It's very, very light, okay? So that's the voiceless F sound. Of course, I'd like to help. So it's that, it says with of, but it's of, of course, of course, of course I'd like to help. There are appointments available in the first week of December. So it's very soft, okay? Um, you can easily avoid um, sort of mispronunciations of f, v, w, or b, you know, mixing them up, remembering them out of it for each sound. Um, the v sound, remember what we said, is the only sound that vibrates from the throat. So if you put your hand on your throat, right, okay, you're going to find that if you're making the v sound, your hand will vibrate, all right? So that's really good. Try this sentence. This is a, a regular one that's often used by many, many tutors. So this is a real good practice. So, ready? I'm very excited about my weekend adventure with my brother in February. If the weather is good, we're going to visit a volcano. All right, try again. I'm very excited about my weekend adventure with my brother in February. If the weather is good, we're going to visit a volcano. All right. Okay, so just work on that one. Do that one in part as part of your 10 minutes every day. It will really help you. Also, just before we close on this, I'd like to point out something else for you. Okay, you've made great steps there. If you followed me so far to get a better pronunciation, all right? But as we said, reading or listening and talking about is not an, you've got to put it into practice, okay? So repetition is really important. 10 minutes every day for 28 days, please. And use it in your meetings, your written text, wherever you can. Get it in a number of ways. But speaking it is important, clearly, all right? Also, watch yourself back. Mass repetition has been shown that repeating something to yourself over and over without a break, okay, is only slightly better, all right, than not repeating it at all. So here's the thing. Space repetition, okay, is better. And this is why I'm suggesting just 10 minutes a day, then stop and then come back the next day because of this, right? Um, you might be so keen that you force yourself to regularly repeat list of words and grammar rules. And you are really frustrated because you don't remember much of it. That's why. Because mass repetition, repeating over and over and over without a break, is only slightly better than not doing it at all, which is kind of then means it's not really helpful, right? So spaced repetition works because the harder it is to retrieve a newly acquired information, the more likely you're to remember it long term. Okay, this is interesting. So really what I'd like you to do is to do this with the day space in between. All right, and that's really important. So take the practice words that I've given you and some of the sentences and then use them to remember the correct pronunciation, how to shift between the sounds, okay? But leave at least a day between each session. Okay, after a couple of sessions, you'll, you'll likely remember it for good. All right, so let's just finish off with some extra words for you to throw into your practice every single day for 10, 10 minutes. Okay, vase, loaves, Viking, adventure, 11, November, volume, glove, valley, victory. All right, the W's, ways, wet, winding, wasabi, that's good, weekend, weather. Working, waste, wizard, winning. Okay, the foot sounds. Face, feather, family, find, 
14, February, faster, footwear, flying, failure, and the buff. Base, bread, biking, breathing, brother, beer, husband, problem, ember, table. Okay, right. So mix it up. Uh, use them as much as you possibly can, as I say. 10 minutes every day, please, everybody. 28 days consistently, you will be a superstar. If you're still having trouble with this, book a 30-minute session with me. Don't forget to sign up to my newsletter. Good gracious. If you don't, you're going to miss out on all extra stuff that you're not hearing here. And my goodness, if you're finding this helpful, wait till you see what's in the newsletter. Also, if you would like to spread the word about the podcast, please do. I want to try and reach, reach as many people as possible with this information. Information. Totally free of charge, right? Okay. Um, if you want to sponsor a segment on here, that's also really helpful. Buy me a copy. The link is down below. Anything you donate there enables me to keep doing this free to help as many people like you to get this for free. So if you're finding it helpful, please consider helping me to keep it going for all of you, okay, worldwide. And at the end of the day, keep going, all right? You get what you believe in, so believe in the best for yourself. And remember this. Remember this. You just have to keep practicing. Practice, 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 and you will reach it. But if you stop, if you take a break, if you think, ah, can't do it today, you're just working against yourself. 28 days, 10 minutes a day. I think everybody can do that. I'll see you soon. And sorry to interrupt at the very end here. Just before I go, I would like to say a big thank you to all of you who listen to the podcast. Thank you for making it such a great show it is. I would like to also request something else. If you have found anything that I share with you here of help and benefit to you and would like to support my free podcast to continue remaining free for you, please do consider donating via the link below. You can find it, buy me a coffee, and it enables me to continue doing these podcasts and also supporting those of you who cannot afford high-level coaching. It really does make a difference, and thank you in advance. Stay safe and keep going.